Good morning, my friends. I, as always, am so excited to talk with you this morning. I have a really interesting perspective that someone very special to me is going to bring to the table today. You know, I think something that isn't talked about as often is what it's like for the family members that you make through marriage that haven't grown up with you, that haven't learned all about your illnesses, and they're kind of just thrown into this mix like crazy. So I wanted to kind of dive into that today. So get ready, because this is going to be a lot of fun. Hey friends, I'm Cassie, and I'm a married Spoonie who lives the chronic illness life. Here each week, I'll challenge you to live intentionally and authentically, where every spoon you use has a purpose and every step you take matters. Welcome to Chronically Cultivating. All right, friends. So without further ado, I am just so excited to introduce you to this morning's guest. And so welcome. Hey, I'm Joanne, Cassie's younger sister-in-law. And yeah, and we we have been together all week. It's been yeah. such a blast. We've had a really yeah. good week. It's always so much fun. Yeah, and um, and we're separated, I think, by eleven years, ten years, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. and you know, I think that, like our age gap doesn't seem to matter. Like yeah. we're super close. And we have so much in common. Yeah. It's mm. almost like we joke all the time that you yeah. should have been my biological <laughs> relative and not Jared's because we're so similar. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah. She's definitely much more like me, I yeah. think, than Jared. <laughs> um, but we have a really great time and I just thought it would be really unique to sit down and chat because Joanne and I have such a unique and special relationship I think that we've formed really fast yeah um really fast because we didn't get to spend a lot of time together before Before. the wedding yeah it was kind of like Jared was more with you like other places instead of bringing you into like where we lived and where you like came to us more kind of a situation yeah so it was more like Jared would go to you and you guys would go out and do stuff more than like sit in and come to us and like talk to us a lot. So like when you guys got married, it was more of like a jump in. I see you like a lot more often, like Mm -hmm. suddenly. So I did pretty much like really, I did meet you like lots of years ago, Mm -hmm. but I technically in my mind met you as soon as you guys got married because that was more when I started talking to you and that was when I got to know you and that yeah it was just it was just kind of like it was just different yeah and I think because I mean I know that we talked a couple times before the wedding because I remember yes. we went over like dresses and like what you wanted and that kind of yeah. thing so like we had had different conversations and mm-hmm. hung out but I don't feel like we knew each other as people like yeah. it was more like personally it was yeah. more like I just met you 
I'm just being polite. Now it's kind of like exactly. I let loose and I like everything's Same. a joke. And yeah, and we're totally comfortable with one another now, and yeah. we talk nonstop. I mean, yeah. we talk time. so much. It wasn't until your aunt had said it to us, she was like. I didn't know you guys could even talk this much because, like, now we just we we don't ever yeah. stop talking. Like, yeah, unless like, we're sleeping, we're talking. <laughs> yes, like we're just always doing like whenever we're in the same building. In general, we're together talking and hard to separate. Yeah, and I mean even. When, because we only get to see each other normally one weekend a month just because of our schedule yeah. and your schedule and all those kind and of things. And with school starting, it's just a lot different. And we're like, uh, we're like forty five minutes away. Yeah, which sounds like a lot, but really, it's like I not feel like that the bad. Ca- yeah, I feel like the car rides are pretty quick. Yeah, like it's really fine for me. I feel like I would like. I don't really feel like I live in the same town, obviously, but like, yeah, but we're not- I do feel like it's not like let's go on a vacation kind of thing. It is. Yeah. Like, it's it's just, not. Yeah. And I think too, um, a big difference is that we also talk all the time, oh like God. when we're apart and we, we used to text a lot, but then we realized that we had way too much to say over yeah. text and it was too hard. And it was too hard to FaceTime a lot too. Yeah. Cause we were both, we're both busy. Like you've got school, like I'm home, I've got appointments and things like there are a lot of things back and forth that just make our lives busy. So we make use of the Marco Polo app like crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we do it like every other day at least. At least. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it works out pretty good um and it's just been it's been really fun to grow this relationship um with you but I think what's also interesting about our relationship is that like you know Jared when he was dating me and really got to know me well I was a lot healthier and like I just you know progressively got sicker and so I think that must have been just, like, a lot for you guys to wrap your head around, like, yeah. just starting. Like, how did how did Jared, like, do you even remember how, like, Jared kind of, like, started bringing it up? Like, what was it well, kind of like? not completely. I remember when you guys were just dating, and it was, like, I was, like, really young. I was probably, like, five at, like, maybe, I was probably, like, six or seven yeah, when you guys so. started dating. And I knew you were guys were dating. I never really, like, was around you, but I, like, mm-hmm. I never really talked to you. I more was just, like, I knew who you were. I knew you were mm-hmm. my brother's girlfriend. But I never was, like, attached to you completely. Mm-hmm. And I, like, every once in a while I had noticed, oh, she's in, like, a boot or she's has, like, a cast or she's on crutches or her, like, shoulder is, like, in a like, in a brace brace or something and i and i always like thought she must be like wild because like <laughs> wild or something like because you it wasn't like every single week but it was like it, was, I love- it seemed like you were like always out and like getting broken because like i didn't know getting broken, I <laughs> getting broken while you are broken <laughs> <laughs> but guys we we embrace this whole living the chronic illness yeah. life fully we oh, we yeah. do not shy around we do not it. make it a negative well yeah. It, yeah yeah we turn it into something positive we make it as positive as possible yeah we have a really good time with it i just think it's so funny that you chose 
the word wild, I thought for sure you were going to say something like, I thought she was really accident prone or like this, the other thing. And I just... Wild. Well, I, she's just, I just wild. She's wild. Well, I knew you danced, and I was like part of your dancing company for like a, like, a oh, little while. Right. And so true. I wasn't attached to you still. Like I, I was like, okay, this is my brother's girlfriend. Like, and mm-hmm. I was also six or five. Or yeah, you were little. You yeah, were little. I was little. I wasn't like super common sense, <laughs> but. <laughs> Like, I, I, like, knew you were my brother's girlfriend, and I always thought you were nice. I always, like, oh, she's nice, but I'm not attached to her. I was more attached to the, like, other, like, dance girls, like, my mm-hmm. age and stuff, because we are a big age difference. Yes, and especially, and, like, at that kind yeah, of an age difference, like because... 11 or 10 years. Yeah, and if you're, like, 5, 6, we're definitely not going to have the relationship yeah, that we have now. because we were just a lot different, and... I just, I, I, when I saw you, like, sometimes, like, having braces like that and Mm -hmm. stuff, like, casts and everything, I didn't think, like, after a while, I was, like, (laughs) like, wild, like, but, like, then I kind of, like, Jared kind of, like, didn't, he kind of explained it a little bit, but not, like, the whole situation, like, Mm -hmm. oh, she just has this, like, medical like disease like Mm -hmm. where it just like happens and I was like well because like at the time I was like very confused I was very little Mm -hmm. and at this time where he was kind of like this is the situation it's not Mm -hmm. like she's always like going out and breaking her foot it was like Jared more explained it as like realizing that we were little and we couldn't really understand a lot like chronically ill like Mm -hmm. ADS kind of thing so I can't like the most advanced thing I knew about medically was cancer. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, she she doesn't have cancer. Mm-hmm. But like what else like like what's going on? What else would like be happening? I didn't think you were over dramatic. I just didn't understand how it was ever possible that you could just like dislocate something or just automatically mm-hmm. have a cast. It just like confused me all the time. To be fair, I think it confuses everybody. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And, like, it was just, like, I I never wanted, like, I never, well, I was little. I was I didn't really mm-hmm. know about, like, st- don't make assumptions or anything. So, mm-hmm. like, I really didn't understand stuff like that. I just, like, never understood. And it was more when I, like, when you guys got married it was more when it was I got to know you I got to know that not that you weren't over dramatic but that this isn't just something that she goes outside and just breaks her leg or she just mm-hmm. it and I always thought of it like you'd just be sitting and your shoulder would dislocate. And, like, I understand, like, sometimes it is kind of like that. But, like, you'd have to actually, like, I just, like, was, like, how is it just, like, she just, like, is staring at the TV and something just, like, pops out. And I'm, like, and I just, like, never was, like, how does that even happen? Like, just, like, it just, like, I always imagined it as, like, a bone just, like, popping out. And I was just, like, how does that happen? So now I understand, like, 
you have to take medicine for it and it's like an actual like thing and I kind of like understand it all now and I think also too like the closer we've grown like you definitely I would say like I don't know over because Jared and I have been married for like um it will be a year and a half yeah in like a couple months so you know we've spent a lot of time together yeah since the wedding and I think I think I'd say within the first like six months maybe of us being married we got to know each other well enough that like I think you definitely felt more comfortable asking questions and yeah. just being like, well, why yeah. does, why does this happen? Or why do you do this? Or like, what does that medication do or other things? Yeah. So I think too, it also was more of a comfort thing. Like you realize that like, I wasn't going to take offense to you, yeah. like asking a question. Yeah. At first I, it, it, it was more of like ask, always asking myself, is this a appropriate and respectful thing to ask her? Like, and it was probably not like super long. Like it was probably a couple visits ago, Mm -hmm. probably like two, to be honest, like super recently, like visits. Mm -hmm. I just was like falling, like I was like adapting to being here and like, like, getting in my comfort zone yeah and I always was comfortable here I just like jumped right into it and oh, it was yeah. new and like so it I probably like two visits ago I was really debating with myself like is this something that's appropriate and respectful because I never wanted to be one, another one of those people who didn't know you at all that would just make assumptions and like asked like I didn't understand if you were always asked questions and you didn't really love how like people would just ask and Mm -hmm. you would just not feel comfortable when people would ask so I never really like like I just never was sure if I should ask now I'm just like oh what's this Mm-hmm. And I feel a lot more comfortable and like that's what I really like what you do. You just you don't like be like you don't need to know that. You're always like answering my questions and I always really appreciate that. And it helps me out a lot. Like just to know you and just to understand like why things like cuz like it kind of like at like the first trip around I was kind of like should she really be this tired like Mm -hmm. you're not tired all the time but like you can't just do everything at once like go out and do something and then come home and do everything possible like do all these activities at once which Mm -hmm. I understand that now and I understand now that I can't just be like forced on you. <laughs> to be honest, I'm feeling the exact same way. Like, and I'm not even like chronically ill. <laughs> like, I don't even have EDS. And sometimes I'm like, I need to lay down. Like, after doing mm-hmm. so many activities like outside of the house, like we did today. And it's never like boring for me. It's never boring. Like, usually when you're like in the mood, like to just like lay down, it's usually like after doing something Mm -hmm. it's not always it's sometimes but not always just 
automatically like laying down and I just feel a lot more comfortable with asking questions and it was just really different before like before like a couple months ago it was just I don't want to ask her these questions because I don't want to be part of the crowd like that just I want to be her part of like I want her to feel like I'm her family and I respect her and I understand I never wanted that was also a part of it like I wanted to kind of treat you like I understood everything which wasn't a great idea but in hindsight like it was also very respectful because I mean when you think about it like it it's been a really especially now that you like know I'd say pretty much everything I don't think anything like there's always gonna be stories or something yeah but like but now I know the basics and I know I knew I know even more than the basics at this point yeah and I think you know to be fair in all of that too like I had a really rough year before we started home care like and I think like I just I did not have the energy when you guys were gone. Like, I feel like since I've started home care, yes, you know, there are still ways that my body, like, as you and I were talking about the other night, like, there are certain things that you've seen that you're like, oh, a couple months ago, you were able to do this, but, like, this has kind of changed a little bit. But, like, you know. Not majorly. Not majorly, but, like, you see, like, the little things here and there of, of things. But I think, too, now that you kind of, you know, know what's going on. Yeah. It's just easier for us both to adapt. And I was trying to think of like what it was a couple months ago because like I also got to know you so much better yeah. a couple months ago. And I don't know if it was just that we both finally were like, like I I don't know what happened. Like I we just I like truly, instantly like clicked. I know I don't it was know just what like it was. one. I don't know what if it was like one visit. I I feel like it was just like one visit. We were just like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. Like I'm trying to rack my brain and think of what it was, but I really can't. And, you know, I really appreciated, you know, where those months were so rough in and out of the hospital all the time and whatnot. Like it was nice in a way that like when you guys were over, we were just able to have fun and not talk about medical stuff. But like the reality was that we needed to talk about it. Yeah. It's too big of a part that, of life. Yeah, it's to just, not it's not something about. that I can just like ignore like the table like of just like medicine that you have to take every mm-hmm. morning or something. It's not something that I can just ignore and be like shake it off. Like mm-hmm. it's just like a really big part of your life and now it's like a big part of not I'm not living it, but I'm kind I'm well yeah, but you're I'm you're with part you. of this. Yeah, I'm exactly. a part of it. Like and this sounds like the weirdest thing, but I, it's like, I think of it as like, I've never dated, obviously, before. Mm-hmm. I'm 12. But, <laughs> like, I always, like, heard of, like, when people are, like, if, like, somebody's, like, I love you, they don't know if they should say I love you back. Mm-hmm. So, every time, like, we leave, we say, like, I love you, bye. Yep. And I'm used to that now. Like, I, I say that all the time now. Mm-hmm. And... I, I don't feel like I shouldn't. I just, like, at first... It's just natural. Yeah, it's just natural at this point. Because, like, I'm your family. And, like, as soon as you guys got married, I was your family. I just, like, yep. wasn't, like, completely... Like, I didn't f- completely feel like I was. Well, and it's... I think it's awkward. Like, take the medical stuff out of it entirely. Yeah. It's 
awkward for two families I was to come awkward. together. I, I still am the awkwardest person on the not face of true. This not true. But ahead, it's, I, it's hard to get used to yeah. new family members because, mm-hmm. like, you know, you know Jared so well, and then all of a yeah. sudden he marries me, and it's yeah. like, oh, okay. And it was all like not fun and games. It's still fun and games now. Like, yeah, know, but like before, like, it was just like sarcasm. And that was the thing with, like, I love you. Like, Jared, like, always... I always knew Jared loved me. I always loved Jared. I always loved Ronald. I always mm-hmm. knew that Ronald loved me. It was always like that. But brothers are different. I've never had a sister before. Um, I had, like, no, like, sisters, like, from any connection at all. So, like, it was that when we walked out of the door and it was, like, like, the third probably like the third month of being over or maybe the second it was one of those not that it really matters but it was like sometime in the beginning it wasn't like the first time because you I feel like you you wouldn't you weren't yeah but I was leaving and you're just like I love you guys and I was like I love you too like that's what I mean by like Mm -hmm. feeling like I was dating like I wasn't sure if I would be like well it kind of was because like because I loved you but like but, like, we didn't know yeah. each other, and it wasn't the same. And I think what's unique about us both is that we've had very different lives, mm-hmm. but we both have had to mature greatly yes. out of the situations yeah. that have happened in our lives. Yeah. So I think that's also... I'm mature with my brothers, that's for sure. <laughs> and it was more not, I have to be mature for you. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, sisters aren't weird brothers are and brothers have cooties (laughs) but sisters don't and I was like I've never had a sister before I don't know what this is like do I be sarcastic do because like with Ronald and Jared I did not know care what I would say they wouldn't care Mm -hmm. what I said we were just always sarcastic with each other like making mean jokes but like we knew we were just joking. joking and with you it's the same but like they never were brothers like at least for me and like whatever like it's just not always like I love you and they directly say that like sisters Mm -hmm. do and like bond sisters are just very direct sisters are just very a lot more direct like that looks ugly on you and brothers like do that too like I will literally come down the stairs and Ronald and will Ronald just be like go change that's just disgusting like you look disgusting you look terrible that's that's terrible and like yeah that was honesty but he also didn't think anything looked good on me because I was a sister exactly you were more like honest but like you actually told me what looked good on me well and to be fair you did the same and it was never something like because even now you and I talk about it so bluntly but, like, it was never even that direct in the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't criticize. Like, even now, I wouldn't say we really don't criticize one another. We're honest with each other. Yeah, but, but there's not always anything to criticize. That's the thing. I never want to seem like I'm not being honest because I'm not criticizing sometimes. Yeah. But, like, sometimes it's, like, the real truth. But, like, there's not always something to criticize. That's the thing. But, like... If there is something to criticize, I'll point it out and I'll tell you that you're just being stupid. Yeah. Because, like, you do that to me, too. Like, exactly. today I put the vacuum down and it was still going. Yeah, it was, 
that was that's a story for another day but that was really hilarious yes and it's just like yeah we're both gonna like uh you okay your head screwed on straight today okay good talk um but no it's definitely it's definitely been nice and I have such a great relationship with Katie and it's it's been so hard where she's away and I still have a great relationship with her, but it's, it's been really nice to be growing also a relationship with you. Yeah. And we just have such, I think, underlying friendship Mm -hmm. too. And I mean, it's even something where I always say sister in love instead of in law. And And I really like that. Yeah. That was something that, um, like I even say that about my mother-in-law, just like anybody, because I really truly feel like I don't, yeah. It's not that like, oh yeah, I have to have you as a sister by law. Yeah. Like, no, it's like, I, I have you because of the love I have for Jared and because of the love that we just have for each other. But, you know, I think if we, for anyone listening, if you're thinking of practical things of how you can best relate to your in-laws, in-loves, whatever you want to say, and whatnot, I mean, I think I would say from the person with the chronic illness, I think I definitely wish I had been more direct with you in the beginning yeah. Because I think, but I I also think at times because I was just dealing with so much medical stuff, I almost liked being able to escape and yeah. not deal with it. But the problem is that that's not reality. Like yeah. that's not how it works. So I think like when I think of what could have I done better, I would think of, I wish we had had some of these conversations sooner. Yeah. Instead of, I don't find it out now, but like it was more something as I grow and it was more something as we grow like mm-hmm. you told me and that's what happened and it, I never had a problem with it I never like did have a problem with it I mean it could have been nice if we just had like one direct and we did we had like the basics like mm-hmm. you're my sibling now like we did have that talk yeah and Jared normally picks you guys up and yeah he would normally give you guys like a rundown of hey like this is what gonna Cassie's happen. body is like this weekend yeah. and kind of thing. and it's but, always something like okay like it, like yeah will it out yeah it's fine like we always have fun here it's never like like our mom comes in and she's like oh yeah I plan I let you guys plan like a time this like this time with Jared and Cassie and it's never like ah oh, but do I, I don't really want to go it's always like Yes, like, when we, this is our second week, like, because we always did weekends. Yeah, and weeks I have loved been weeks. They're so much fun, and I'm so sad because we could only do them during summer because now school's, like, starting, and now we can't do weeks. We can only do weekends, but maybe, like, during, like, February or Christmas vacation, we can yeah, actually we'll do Yeah, we'll try to find a time. Or, like, at least five days or something. So. For sure. Because it's, it's just so nice. Um, but I think, you know, all in all, if you were to give advice to, like, in, like an in-law, yeah. in-love, whatever we want to say, like, of how, like, w- what would you say, like, maybe you wish you would have done or you felt that, like, worked really well? You know what I mean? I think that, like, for anybody who is trying to, like, start a relationship with an in-law, 
especially like a sister-in-law, like somebody younger than you, like, I don't want to like put all the responsibility on you. I will like say me too. But like as an older in-law, I think like just like finding anything common, like finding the basics, mm-hmm. like, oh, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? Like mm-hmm. just learning the basics about each other and then like slowly like developing like a relationship. Mm-hmm. I just like I for that I think as an older in-law is a great way to like start or like you have nothing really to say and you're just mm-hmm. kind of like awkwardly like trying to find, come up with like questions just like stuff like that and then for a younger in-law as like see I have advice for other people but not myself <laughs> um so I don't know I just I ask questions about what it's like to be the age you are. Like, I always, like, sometimes I will ask, like, as an older woman, what is this like? Mm -hmm. And I just think that is, that's a great way as a younger, because, like, for me, it was awkward in the beginning. It was, like, she's older than me. Like, I have nothing to ask her because she's, like, it's nothing like, I did this and you probably don't know about that because you probably do Mm -hmm. because you're older than me and you probably like experience and you like definitely did experience all those things. So, and it was just, it's like, if you take out your illness, it's just learning the basics of what you have in common. And even if you don't have anything in common, it's nice to just like learn about like what that's like. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just and finding things in common is like the best thing you can do to start. And I would also add in just laugh often. Yeah. Like jokes are the best way well, to make memories. Yeah. And it's just one of those things too where like if you don't understand what is being said and like there are some times that we both just crack up and we're like I have no idea what you're talking about (laughs) and we just like yeah we have to go back and it's and that's like okay and you know I think especially now since you know so much I mean like we literally joke about everything like um I remember I think it was a couple weeks ago when you were here yeah I'm not even sure it could have been this week I don't even know but um, <laughs> we're just going to pretend time isn't a thing. Um, I I remember like... We never do. Yeah. I remember I had like scanned for my blood sugar and you were like, oh my gosh, high five. You've been your target 15% of the day. Do you remember yes. that? Yeah, and that was last time. That was the best thing because I always like peek over like... Yeah, she's always like... She- what's going on with your blood sugar today? <laughs> and, um, and yeah, and I'm never, just to point out, I'm never in Target, and Joanne can attest to that. I'm never in You're my never Target. You're never in Target. And I've seen you in Target once. Yeah, that one time, and, she, and yeah. you, like, you literally, like, high-fived me and was like, yes, yes. you're in Target 15% today. <laughs> but it's really just, like, making those mundane, everyday tasks. Mm-hmm fun and I think it's been so so fun lately and we joke about it but like you now really have got good control over my wheelchair oh yeah I just got my license yeah that's been our joke guys yeah she got her wheelchair license this week 
And not that you even need a license, but I like to think that you need a license. Yeah. And I'm proud of myself that I got it. Yeah, and it's one of those things where like you know, you it was not something I was good at at first. I drove you into every bush outside. Whenever you go outside, <laughs> I drive you into the tree. I drive you into the bush. I and you almost it. lost control of me on the ramp once. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was really scary for everybody another involved. Story. The ramp is a separate story. But yeah, that's a whole thing. I. But now you've conquered inside, it. Inside, I don't have to wheel you because it's yeah. like just like going from the. Like, the living room to, like, the kitchen to the dining room. Yeah, and I typically do that all myself. Yeah, and you're, like, fine without that. But, like, lately we've been going on walks, like, a lot more often. Which has been so fun. Oh, yeah. So My calves are growing. And, um... (laughs) (laughs) But we're having the most fun. Yeah. Well, the first time I... Well, like, going down the ramp at first was, like, scary because, like, it's not a skinny ramp. It It's fine for your wheelchair. It is, and but it doesn't have reelings on the side. Yeah. So, like. And it's kind of, like, you have to be careful. I, like, still to this day, but not that bad. Like, not even that bad at all. I'm, like, really being careful. Like, if your wheel just, like, goes, like, off the ramp a little bit, um, I'm losing my license. <laughs> so, and that's all that matters to me. <laughs> so, but it's just so kidding. fun because your safety is what matters to me, but I like really am enjoying my license right now. So, well, yeah, and it's fun because like we'll now, like the boys like can drop us off at a store yeah. and we'll just like we're totally Go. sufficient. Yeah. And they can just do their own thing. And, and I'm not like going to like. Let's ride, like just like ride you like a grocery cart. I don't. Yeah, I know we do that, <laughs> we we have a good time though, and I think that's been a really fun part of our relationship yes. now. But something really really special that I want us to talk about is what's really brought us together recently is your Etsy shop. Oh yeah. So. Joanne's gonna be really modest talking about it, so I'm gonna really quick brag before she gets a chance to take away everything I'm saying. So she has been sewing for what, two years? A year? Uh, no, I've well I started sewing in two thousand eighteen and I Yeah, so it's been like a year and a half. Uh, yes. I was t- like turning eleven when I started sewing. It was like August and it all like I don't know if I even told you this, but I was kind of like I want to be, I never really, like, I always never knew what I wanted to be when I grow up. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I want to do something with fashion. Like, I just, like, I'm really into fashion. And I'm like, I want to be a model, but, like, I want to do something more. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really know what a fashion designer, like, was. I knew what, like, I knew it was a thing, but I really didn't, like, get into that yet. And I had, like, a, I don't even know what it was. I was like, it was like. Something that I had from years ago that was like a bear or something, and like the stuffing was coming out of it. And in the basement, my mom had like had this like sewing. She never, my mom never sewed. She, mm-hmm. and it was like this, it wasn't a sewing machine. I never had a sewing machine in my house. And um, she like just had it like just in case, like for just like fixing a pocket or something. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of like playing in the, around in the basement. And I came across, like, this box. And I was like, I've never seen this before. Like, this is interesting. And I'm like, I think this is, like, like it was, like, a needle and thread mm-hmm. kind of kit. And I was like, I'm going to ask my mom about this. Like, if I can actually try to fix. Because, like, 
mm-hmm. I wonder if I can make something like like if I can fix this myself because like my mom had always fixed stuff like that for me and I was like I kind of want to try it for myself so I took it upstairs and um well it was funny because like you know how like for a sewing machine there's like the needle is a lot different like it's mm-hmm. thick at the end <sighs> I had been sewing with the sewing machine needle, so I was, like, not getting it through, (laughs) and it was just, like, not working, and I was so confused, and then, like, my mom was like, wait, this is a sewing machine needle, so she taught me, and I was like, this is cool, and I just, like, everything that I had a hole for wasn't good at it, but I still tried it, Mm -hmm. and I was just like, this is so much fun, and then I was like, I kind of want to start making things, like... And then I researched, like, what's a fashion, like, designing? Because mm-hmm. to me, fashion designing was, like, which it kind of is, but not, like, just sketch drawing out. Like, I would just draw outfits, and, like, that was it. I wouldn't mm-hmm. make them. And I still do that. Like, I, like, have, like, a notebook that I just, like, draw down, like, designs that I want to make in, like, when I'm really, like, all grown up, and I just want to try to accomplish. And so... I had just wanted to try it and I like saw what a sewing machine was and everybody, nobody like, everybody encouraged me. Everybody was like, I have a sewing, I I felt like everybody had a sewing machine that didn't sew except for me. It was so weird. I wanted to sew and I didn't have a sewing machine and somebody who didn't want to sew had a sewing machine. And um, so nobody like stopped encouraging me. It was just... People were always like, oh, this is just a phase. They Everybody always treated me like it was just a phase, and I was a little kid going through a phase, which kind of, like, bugged me how it was, like, mm-hmm. not something that's just a phase. It's something that I really want to do, it at least turn into a hobby. And right now it is a hobby, but I kind of want it to turn into, like, a career. And so, like, then I – at this point, I was, like, I know what a sewing machine is, and I had taken, like, private lessons and classes – and um, how to make like a pillow and how to- I got a sewing machine for Christmas. I was so excited. And, and she has not stopped sewing since. <laughs> yeah, I have not stopped sewing since. Like sometimes I actually am like, should I really be doing this as a career? And I'm like, what, do, what am I saying? No. <laughs> yes, I do want to do this, but I just need to take a break. And oh. sometimes I'm like, my sewing machine is broken and my life is over. <laughs> And this is never, and I need a new sewing machine. As soon as, like, something goes wrong with my sewing machine, I'm like, my, I, my sewing career is over. I'm never going to be able to sew again. I need to ca- tell Cassie that I can't sew this for her because this is never going to happen for me. And then, um, and then she pulls it together, and she gets back up, and she just tries again. One of the things, though, is I, I wear masks um, out in public. It was something that my team had just been like, you know, you're really immunocompromised and whenever you're in the hospital, you're out places, especially in flu season, all of that. Like if you get sick, you get really, really sick. And so I had a friend of mine who made these masks and she loved them. She made them herself. She sewed them and they were reusable and very eco-friendly. Washable. Washable. Yep. And it was just super great. So I was just like, all right. And then I had contacted her maybe a while later because I had had about five masks and I was starting to, I think, just get bored of all the fabrics because, yeah. you know, like it was just because I was wearing them all you the time. It wasn't like you could just like 
pick them. It was kind of like, yeah, it was something that were, yeah. was given to me, and I was so grateful for that. And then um, I had contacted her again, and I was like, "Hey, could you potentially make more?" And she just was not really doing great because you know she has very similar health issues to mine. And I remember asking you one time that you were here, I was like. Yeah, so you like you know how to sew, right? Could I give you one of my masks and could you try to make a prototype and oh see if God. you could do it? You did it within a couple of days. Like it was yeah. not like it took you a month. Like it was like probably two or three days after you had seen me. Well, I made and you a made the mock really bad mask. Well, I tried to. Uh, we were just doing it to see. I made a practice one. We called it mm -hmm. a practice one, where I just like took fabric from my house, um, and I was just like trying to make it like nothing professional like it was not even mm -hmm. the correct fabric it was just to see it, yeah it was I just could. solely to try to get like to see if she could make the pattern yeah. itself. and so I had done really stupid things and it probably it was so frustrating it actually took like at least five days because like I was saying like my sewing machine was getting broken and it wasn't I just didn't know how to control it at that time like I mm -hmm. had just got my sewing machine and I didn't really know how to control it. I was kind of like, if the bobbin thread, like, would flunk up, now I just, like, oh, I fix it. Before, it was like, I don't know how to do this. I mm -hmm. can't do this. And I just, like, let it sit for a day. And I convinced myself that my sewing machine would fix itself. <laughs> and the next day, I'd be able to do it again. And that wouldn't happen. And I'd get frustrated from that. And it was really stupid. But, like, but I like just didn't, growing. it was a new thing. It was, I had, and I knew how to sew from lessons, but it's hard to remember every little thing from a lesson within, like, a couple hours. Yeah, and but I think it was something, like, you grew. Yeah. Like, you and were, I, you worked through those frustrations, yeah. and you were like, I'm going to figure this out. And yeah. what's amazing is that you did, and then we went out, and we bought, like, all different fabric, and you were just like, all right, I'm going to, like, and we had, we had gotten some advice from Jill, like we had, you know, she had told us what fabric she used and mm -hmm. like those kind of things. And she helped us out, like yeah. putting it together. And then she made them and it was just like, I was like, you've got to sell these. And I, as much as you always say, like you always say, I appreciate you making this for me. I appreciate you allowing me and giving me the privilege to make this for me and I always say like oh this is fun for me but you are like giving me like you are encouraging me you are like giving me a lot of my power to like sew because when I learned how to make this mask I wasn't just learning how to make a mask I was learning both, yes, how to make a hospital mask, obviously, mm -hmm. but I was also learning, like, a bunch of new skills with, like, seams and stuff, and I, like, if I didn't make these masks, I don't really think that I would be very far. I obviously wouldn't have an Etsy shop, because mm -hmm. that's, like, what started it, and I need to start, like, being, stop being lazy and actually put stuff up on it, but... It's just if these masks, like I don't, I don't want to say like I'm glad you have a chronic illness, <laughs> Cassie. I'm really glad you have a chronic illness. <laughs> that's not what I'm like. That's not. That's not what I'm saying at all. And it wasn't the the fact that you have a chronic illness didn't like give me luck. That's not what I'm trying to like imply. I'm just like 
blessed that you gave me something to like make and figure out for my own and like it really like instead of just being like there step by step like you were with me that was step by step but like instead of just like holding my hand the whole time and like like having like and I was mostly proud of like not having to like go to a lesson being like how do I make a hospital mask I was my favorite part about making it like one of them was probably the fact that I could just go home and make this and that made me feel so much like better and passionate about sewing and it made me feel like I can actually do this this is not something that I just need somebody to hold my hand throughout and I just I can't sew unless I have somebody to teach me like next to me and that is how I felt like mm-hmm. before I could make masks that was all I could do like if somebody wasn't teaching me like in front of me I could not do it I could not do it and I convinced myself that that was the only way I could sew like if somebody was teaching me like physically in front of me and that just like proved like my like like to me that just I proved myself like wrong that I can just go I can actually teach myself how to do something and I understand like when you start doing something you can't do it automatically on your own you need somebody Mm -hmm. to teach you but But it, it was more Every time I would take a lesson, it was I did something different, and I felt like it was a different skill every time, and that aggravated me. I just wanted to know one skill, and I wanted it to be more like it was one skill, and that's all you had to know, and that's all you needed to know how to sew, and I'd just like be able to do it all the time by myself. And that wasn't the case, and it just made me feel like very insecure and like and it's it's been so neat to like watch you grow through this because like, now you're just like, oh, I think I could make that. And you're you're very quick to be like, oh, could I just like take this Try apart? Yeah. And I know you'll put it back together and you figure it out. And you're just yeah. like, oh, I could totally do X, Y, Z. Or even like today you were like, hey, I have this idea for a headband <laughs> and like that we use like receipts in the car to like make a pattern out of it. Yeah, we, I literally took our receipts and I was just like, what? Like, I and, yeah, used it we as just, a diagram. We, yeah, we literally just yeah. problem solved. And it was one of those things where now so you're just fun. kind of like, oh, yeah, I want to try this or want to try that. And, you know, I'm so blessed, you know, to be you know, a recipient of your talent and all of that. And, you know, it's nice. And what we've kind of said is, and this is her tagline now for her shop, but it's true. You know, you make our necessities with a chronic illness of dealing with that an accessory because, yeah, but in a lot of ways, like, you know, if you have to wear a mask all the time or you have tubey clips to hold on to, whether you're running feeds or, Um, you're dealing with central lines, whatever it is, you know, like if you have to be wearing those things all the time and using them, you want to have fun with it. You want to be able to express yourself. You want to just, you know, it's a part of your life. So Mm -hmm. I think it's important that you empower people to have the option to actually enjoy what they need. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so exciting and, you know, there's so much more we could say, and I know we're coming to a close in our time, but 
guys, if you go to my website, you can read our whole story of like kind of the step-by-step of how we got started in this and the links to her shop. But it's not the end though. Yeah, this is. <laughs> I have to do a lot more. <laughs> but this is definitely the beginning of something awesome, and I'm so like I'm so glad that you felt comfortable enough to come on here and just like share, you know, what this process has been yeah. like from you. Yeah. So thank you. Do you have any last things that you want to say? No, it's just I I don't know. It's just hard just to understand that things take time. And we were actually talking about that last night. Like, things take time. You can't just, like, automatically. And I still need to work on that. Like, things take time. It's not we something that... We all need to work on that, though. Yeah. That's not yeah. a you issue. That's yeah. an everyone. I just... Um, I'm always like, I immediately need this. Like, I, I want my Etsy account to go viral. And I want it to, like... I, it's like, there are sometimes like, where I'm like, should I really be still making masks? Like, I just make them for Cassie and nobody else wants them. Like, I probably wouldn't be, like, I obviously wouldn't be doing this, like, if it weren't for you, because you're just, like, encouraging me. And, um... But you also care a lot about people. Thank you. And you, like, you've, you've kind of had a heart for the chronic illness community since dealing with all this stuff and you know I like we were saying the other night you were like I want to do this because I enjoy making an impact like I want to be helpful yeah it's just it's annoying how people when people think that they're helping and they're making it something that's so expensive when somebody with an illness or somebody with a um like just they have to pay enough for like medicine or whatever they need to be healthier and somebody's like way of solving that problem is to make something more expensive and it's just not right you know yeah so friends if you are interested in what Joanne makes as I said you can you can check it out I will tell you I wear these masks all the time and you know we're just we're so excited to see where this goes um but we will definitely definitely have you back on here again soon because this was so fun yeah and I enjoyed it a lot and Foxy is here too and she says hi she's definitely ready for us to quiet down but um (laughs) we will definitely catch you guys again sometime soon and if you want to connect with us further you know where to find us The Oregon College Savings Plan can help you support your kid's future career as a teacher. Uh, airplane driver? Um, no, their career as a hairstyle designer. As a dinosaur doctor? Oh, their future job as a windmill builder. No, an ice cream taster. You know what? We just don't know what they want to be yet. But while they figure it out and dream big, we're here to help you save for what comes next, whatever that may be. Learn more at OregonCollegeSavings.com. When the unexpected comes calling, bounce forward with Comcast Business. Bounce forward fast with internet speeds up to a gig. And bounce forward with the flexibility to update your bandwidth in just a few clicks. Get a powerful and reliable internet solution starting at $64.90 a month for 24 months with a two-year agreement. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go to comcastbusiness.com today to find out more. 
Restrictions apply. Limited to new Comcast business, 25 megabits, internet, and one voice mobility customers. Early termination fee applies. Equipment, installation, taxes, and fees extra. Subject to change.